last week on Emergency Pants. I've been using it a lot lately. Okay. Because Siri does that thing where she tells you, okay, mm-hmm. turn here. And then if you don't turn there, she doesn't even say recalculating. She's just totally cool about it. She's like, <laughs> oh, instead you should turn here. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Are you sure? No. Oh, that was a trick question. You failed. Mm. Oh, what's wrong? Nothing. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, so, hey, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I heard somebody had a good time. I did. It was That's awesome. So and you know, crappy stuff happened. Like my car, um, you know, broke down two days in a row. Right. I saw that. Yeah. I needed a new alternator. Um, oh, yeah. So what happens when you need a new alternator, apparently, is um, first your battery goes dead. Yes. And then they replace your battery. And then the next day your battery is almost dead. Right. And it tells you, hey, there was a charging system failure. Mm-hmm. Which, thank goodness we have that stuff now in the car. Because remember when it just used to be, the car is dead. Or, yes. you know, or something awful is happening. There's black smoke coming out of it. And that's how you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, you know what? In like five days, this car is going to break down if you don't do something right now. <laughs> you know? yeah. It gives you that little window if you know nothing about cars. So, um, so I had to I had to call roadside assistance on Thursday, which is Thanksgiving. Right. I was thankful anybody was actually going to be there, and then um, and then Friday I had to take it in, but I still got to spend time with. Uh, um, Lindsay and TJ and TJ's wife and, and dog and their boy and their dog and um, and then uh, there was also some other people who came in on Wednesday night. It was like half baked idea, Susie. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, girl detective. Oh nice, um, Rachel and um, her brother and. Um, Susie's boy showed up later. And who else was there? I'm trying to remember. There was a bunch of people there, but it was nice. I think um um yeah, the, the it, it it was a good time. So, how was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. Uh I went over to my dad's. Mm-hmm. And uh hung out. And thanks to the miracle of modern pharmaceuticals and therapy, I did Ooh. not have a bad time. <gasps> Yay! Good job! Right? Th- that must feel awesome. It it was very liberating. Good. I know how that feels. Yes. It can be very frustrating. Yes. So, it's never a good time when, you know, you have... Because I think Thanksgiving is the one that causes all the fights when it comes to politics and, you know, casual racism and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I just, it, that, that can be kind of stressful, but it's nice to be able to just let that stuff go, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud yep. of you. I am too. I was very pleased with myself. I'm proud of you and it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that Dr. B was totally being a smart ass with me? Uh, no. Last session because I finally told him um like oh it, you know it's a big joke between me and my friends the whole I'm proud of you thing because mm. you know basically it, it it makes us feel horrible when somebody says that so you know we tell you not to say it and and uh and he and I said, but the funny thing is, is now it doesn't bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he is like, really? I'm proud of you. And I'm like, stop. 
<laughs> but I'm so proud of you. <laughs> That's awesome. He's he is so funny with uh, stuff like that. He. I want to hang out with him. I want to hang out with him too. I like if he wasn't such a great therapist, I would be like, you know what, you're fired. Let's go hang out. Because <laughs> <laughs> he really is just a great guy. Yeah, sounds like it. Anyway, um, anywho. Anywho, hmm. um, let's see. Um, so Thanksgiving survived. Actually mm-hmm. had fun. That was a good thing. Oh, that reminds me, Miranda. Okay, so there's this show on. Yeah, I've been seeing. I've been seeing it pop up on Tumblr. Oh, it's so funny. Really, oh, I, I cried laughing. Oh, it was so good. And that one of the my very favorite things that I didn't even realize was part of that show. I just had seen it on Tumblr, mm-hmm. like for another reason. Was uh, that little bit about uh, what not to wear? It's one of my favorite things that has ever happened. Oh. Because it's got this woman, and she's just wearing, you know, regular outfit. Mm-hmm. And Miranda goes up to her, and she's got a microphone, and she's got a <laughs> record and everything. And she goes, hey, uh, hey, um, I'm looking at what you're wearing. I was thinking you might be able to dress up a little bit more and maybe, you know, look a little bit better if you wore something different. Um, do you care? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, no, no, not really. And she's like... Do you mind that maybe people might look at you and and think you could wear something a little bit nicer that they might not like what you're wearing? She goes, "No, I really don't." <laughs> she goes, "All right then, gorgeous." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "That is awesome. That makes me happy." Yeah, I'm gonna check it out because I follow a couple of British comedy uh, tumblers that um, that reblog like snippets from shows and stuff. And somebody had requested some from Miranda, so they've been posting some screenshots and animated GIFs from it. I think one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is that she um, she she kind of does a Ferris Bueller. You know, she talks talks to mm-hmm. the camera sometimes. Yeah, she breaks the fourth wall. Oh, it's so good when she does too, because she just she can make a face, and it's it's enough. <laughs> it's like perfect. All right, I am. As we speak, I am adding it to Sickbeard to start downloading. Hey, sounds good. Yeah, I have to ask Lindsay for the rest of them because she shared some with me. And I Where is she to... getting them from? Is she... No, I'm not sure. I'll ask her. Um, she, she mentioned some shows to me that do not air on BBC America, so I don't know how she is getting them. I think there is a product called Tunnel Bear. I think it's called. Called what? Tunnel Bear. I think it's called. I thought you said pedo bear for the first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not using that one. It's yeah, it's like um it changes your region or something. Tunnel bear. Something like that. Yeah, I'm looking in oh yeah, it's a VPN. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So um so anyway, fun stuff. Definitely watch it. TJ had um, sinus surgery yesterday. I know. I saw that. I haven't seen any. Uh, I saw the update after he got out, and his wife said that he looked all right, but I haven't seen any updates since then. I got an update just because I messaged him to make sure he was okay. How's he doing? He said he feels like 15 pounds of shit in a 10-pound bag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that surgery is not fun, but afterwards it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's amazing. He said the worst part of today was he felt he really, really, really wanted to blow his nose. Yes. Like a half an hour. And it was like this overwhelming feeling that he needed to do this. But of course he can't because he's got gauze and stuff stuck up there. Right. So he said that was awful, but Mm. once he got over it, it's fine. So... Yeah, I I heard that it's it's kind of rough. Yeah, uh, Lindsay for the did. first week or so. yeah, I remember when she did. Yeah, she was she was uh wasn't working or anything for like a week or two. Oh yeah. Um yeah, and I guess for like a long time afterwards, there is the after effect of uh like blood slugs slowly yes. <laughs> making their way out of your nose. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and she said like even. Like a way after, it, it still does that sometimes. 
a that is a, I can't even imagine. I remember one time she described that there was this guy in her her her, um, her train stop who was really cute, and she was kind of checking him out, and he was kind oh, of no. big old blob of blood. Gross. Hey, baby, you want some of this? (laughs) (laughs) You you can have all this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So good. Sinus surgery, won't you? Only if you you have to. to, Yeah. Yeah, only if you have to. Otherwise, probably not so great. So, yeah. Um... Oh, I um, heard that you took questions. I did. Uh, I uh, I solicited for some questions, and I don't know if anybody answered me. Let me go look real quick. <laughs> I yeah. don't seem to get the feedback that you do when you ask for questions. Mm. My all my followers are like, eh. Mm. There's no boobs in it, so I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the key is vagina. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it is. There's something about a lady that, um, you know, is just non-threatening to internet. Well, users. people tend to give things to ladies mm, mm-hmm. as we're, opposed to men. We, we receive things. Right. Yeah, we're receivers. Oh, Jesus, that's a good observation. I mean, I know you receive things, but... In, <laughs> In this context, I wonder if the two things are related. In what way? If if because you are receivers sexually, we if we are somehow programmed to just see you as receivers in any context. And that's it, why we do that. It could be that, or it could be... It's probably just to have sex with you guys, though. Mm, we'll see, except ladies, too. See the ladies. They make lesbians. Well, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about like my lady friends will also like ask questions and stuff like that, and they obviously are into a uh, penis. Mm-hmm. So in that circumstance, I'd say your well, judgment is flawed. But I would say that they might ask me instead of asking you because they're afraid if they talk to you, you will want to put their pe- your penis inside <laughs> them, and they're not ready for that kind of commitment. Right. 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 <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I I think that is definitely a possibility. Mm-hmm. I also think another possibility is, since they have been treated as receivers their whole lives, they treat other women as receivers. Mm. They just think it's natural. You know what else it could be? Hmm. I spend my entire day talking to people on the phone and being nice to them, and I'm a nice person. Right. <laughs> you, you are, though. You You are so nice, and you have a nice voice and a nice laugh. And I'm just a big old hairy dude. <laughs> I am I am a potential rapist. <laughs> yeah, simply because I'm a, ma- a man. You're a man. You're probably good. You, let's face it. You probably raped somebody on the way home, didn't you? You should have saw how she was dressed, though. <laughs> that was not rape. And her body didn't shut it down, so it wasn't rape. <laughs> I can hear the unsubscribing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If anybody is... I can hear typing right now. If anybody is going to complain, I'm not making fun of rape victims. I'm making fun of rapists. Right. And I'm making fun of the stereotype that all men are potential rapists because we're not well yeah exactly and and you know what honestly i think it took me a long time to figure that out because when i was like i did too and i'm a dude right when i was a kid and like a teenager and stuff Mm -hmm. it that was just how you thought about it yeah it's like everybody's out to get you you know (laughs) i do yeah yeah, it, and and then finally one day I was like, wait a second, most people are good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took me a very long time to realize that. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, most people are good. Isn't that kind of awesome? It is. Yeah. The, it, and it's a high number, too. It's like 80, 80% somewhere yeah. up there. I mean, even some some of those people are kind of stupid, and mm-hmm. some of those people are assholes. But right. when it comes down to it, most people are good. Mm-hmm. And the people who are not good, it's because someone hurt them. Yeah. You know, they... Yep. If if we had the doll and we asked them to show, you know where they were hurt. Well, I think there, I, yeah, there, I, there's a lot of those people, but I think there are some chemically imbalanced people. Well, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so people are good. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. Just just trust your fellow man a little bit more. Yeah. We're all good. Yeah. We like you guys. And and uh, and we hope you like us, and we're all good. Now, so I, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I said, don't you feel warm and fuzzy? <laughs> I do. That's because I have a cat on me. Oh, my cat. Can I tell you? Mm. I tried to shut myself in the bedroom so she was crawling all over me. <laughs> yeah, and she wasn't having it. Yeah, she learned the um, the doorstop trick. The what is uh, it? Called? Yeah. yeah, the little boingy thing. Yeah, so she learned yeah. that trick. So she was out in the bathroom playing with that until I came out. So I opened the door for her, and she came in. And then, I don't know if you heard, but a little while ago, as we were talking, she was doing it in here. <laughs> <laughs> so I just decided I'm just going to ignore her, and she finally That's stopped. the best way to, to go about that. Yeah, I've been having the worst time with her. Really? Like she wants to, um, she wants my food. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's while right. We talked about that last week. Yeah, while I'm eating it, while I'm mm-hmm. cooking it, it, if it's in the sink, mm-hmm. I mean, I gotta, I gotta like load the dishwasher the second that I'm done. Otherwise, she is in the sink <laughs> eating whatever left over on the yeah. plate. Yeah. And it, even if I if I rinse it and just have the plate, the rinse plate sitting there, she'll get in there and she'll lick the freaking water off mm. of that plate. I'm like, you have fresh clean beautiful water sitting right there and you have food that you love sitting right there what is your problem you know yeah but um but yeah the problem that i've got is she will actually like she's got her claws Mm -hmm. and i've got uh fabric uh kitchen chairs like upholstered Mm -hmm. on the back and in the front um she will climb them from the back, get on top of them, and then she will climb onto my shoulder oh to my try God. and get to the food that I'm eating. And I'm oh just my God. I am at a loss on how to deal with it because I can just say no and like push her away, and she will just continue. I would say um, pick her up by the scruff of her neck like a, a mama cat would mm-hmm. and say no and put her back down on the floor and just keep doing it. Okay. It's just taking forever. Yeah, I, I know. I've been doing that, but it seems like a constant, like, it's like a merry-go-round. It just yeah. keeps happening. But then again, you know, I guess. She's I, new. Yeah. She, she, she's the new girl. <laughs> she's a noob. <laughs> she doesn't know how this works. But it, <laughs> Learn to kitten. Ah! That's what you tell her. That, that's it. Yeah, she, um. She has started to learn a few things, like when I tell her to get down from the kitchen table or the counter, um, I've started to, like, flick her with a little bit of water mm-hmm. from the sink or whatever. And so now when I say get down, she's like, oh, shit. Uh, good. <laughs> she gets down. Good. <laughs> so some of it's working, but, yeah. Yeah. So you were going to say something. I'm sorry. I totally interrupted. Oh, um, I was going to say that I found the post and I have 11 um, questions. Wow. Well, 10 because uh, someone liked my post and answered it. Oh. All right. So uh, the first one is actually a question for you. Hmm. Uh, Noel Anthony answered. Uh, the The question was, uh, I'll, I'll be answering questions and providing advice on tonight's emergency pants. What do you need help with? Noel Anthony uh, answered, besides this rash, I have to hire some people soon, and I've never done that. Might be a Burgett question. 
Oh, like for at his job then. I assume he might be into some weird stuff at home too, but I, I would assume it's for his job. <laughs> well, it depends on what it is. If it's for your job, yeah. If you're talking about like a Craigslist thing, mm. then I can't really help you out there, right. but I might be able to point you in the right direction. Um, but uh, okay, so when you're when you're interviewing people. Um, the main thing that I think is important is to try and get them to tell you a specific example of something as silly as I thought behavioral interviewing was when I first started doing it. I rely on it now Mm, because, um, behavioral interviewing means you're asking someone to tell you about a situation that they were in, um, the action that they took and the results of their action, basically. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is you're saying, you know, tell me exactly what happened in one situation like this. And so they are walking you through and telling you what they said, what they did, and as they're doing that, they're giving you an idea of how they work Mm -hmm. and how they feel about what they're doing. Like I, I talked to someone, and he had obvious contempt for his customers. You know, he was, right. you know, you, he was like kind of a little bit sarcastic mm-hmm. and a little bit like this guy's an idiot type of feel to it. Not necessarily saying that out loud, but just the, you know, the emphasis that he chose and stuff. Yeah, like the that. tone of voice, the words. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. The yep. type of words he was choosing and stuff like that. So I do find that if you need someone to do a specific technical task, it's important to make sure they have those qualifications. But then it's also important to make sure that you kind of ask them, well, tell me about the last project that you worked on with this and what your responsibilities were and you know, how did things work within the group and stuff like that. The more you get them to talk, the more you kind of get a feel for their personality as well as their technical skills. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help you in the long run because, you know, you can hire somebody who's a complete pain in the ass and just, you know, awful to, mm-hmm. to work with. He can do the job, but maybe he's just not going to do the job, you know? <laughs> I wish more people interviewed like that. Yeah, yeah, it's really helpful, and the thing is, I mean, it's it's a pass-fail based on what you know about what you need, and uh, for the jobs that I hire for, I need somebody who is going to forget that maybe they, um, you know, maybe they have, like, a goal for the amount of time that they're on the phone with each person or the amount of mm-hmm. claims that they handle in a day or something like that. And they know that they're going to be dealing with this person for, like, two hours because what's going on with them is really complicated and complex and things like that. Well, they have to forget about their quota, and they have to forget that, mm-hmm. you know, this is going to kind of throw things off for them and just focus on the person that they're trying to help. Because if it was happening to you and you were stranded on the side of the road in the middle of the night or something like that, you would want somebody to do that for you. So that's the kind of people, you know, that I look for. And it really does help to be able to know, you know, what they think about what they're doing besides just what they're doing. Right. How they feel about it. Right. Yeah. So I, that's my suggestion. You are so fucking good at this. <laughs> Your face is. <laughs> I would so, hope so since I've been doing it for so damn long. <laughs> you're like a fucking boss. It's it's nice, too, because the more I do this, the more it's actually something that I feel like I can use in my everyday life, too. Oh, definitely. So the more you talk to people, the more you kind of get a sense for, this guy's done with me now, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or this person is not listening to me anymore, or just those kind of little things. And I, you know, I can often pick up on when somebody is telling me something, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Because that happens a lot in these things. It's like I know that something's bothering them and they're not <laughs> saying it. And, you know, I so finally I say, I, I feel, <laughs> I get the sense that you're concerned about something. And they'll kind of go, oh, I heard that this has to happen or that has to happen or blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. you can finally get that stuff out there. But it's uh, it's fun. I like it. I like being able to talk to a lot of people. I think that the main thing to remember when you're interviewing somebody is that, you know, they are definitely trying to, um, you know, they they're putting their best. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're 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 wearing a suit on the mm-hmm. outside and on the inside for you. 
They are, yeah. And, you know, there are times, too, when somebody's a nervous interviewer, and I mm. always make account for that. If I can tell that this person is just beside themselves nervous, mm-hmm. I don't really hold that against them. I just make sure that they can, like, you know, I do try to kind of put them at ease if I can tell that it's really bad. You know, it's like, I, I know that you're nervous right now. Um, you know, do you want to schedule another time that we can talk or whatever? And then usually they're like, oh, she seems cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, make sure that um, you're getting everything that you need and make sure that um, that uh, you're understanding not only can they do the job, but do I want to be in the same room with this person? Right. <laughs> or do your employees want to get, you know, want to be in the same room right. as this person? There's absolutely nothing wrong, and, and people worry about this sometimes, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with not selecting somebody because you don't feel like their personality is going to be a fit. Right. And that's, people will say, oh, they didn't select because I'm older or this or that. But if it's obviously like you see that person and you think there is no way that he's going to get along with these people, I know what they're like this is what I have to work with right now. Mm-hmm. I know this isn't going to work, you know, and sure. it's okay to do that. People get so worried about laws and stuff, right? you know, as long as you're not openly saying, well, you know, not, I'm not going to hire a grandpa mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as that horribly your, illegal, as long as that's not your reason, then that's fine. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, good answer. Hiring people, won't you do yeah. it? While we're, while we're on the subject of work, mm-hmm. uh, Dorkitude just slid this in in the last minute. Uh, he said he wants to tell his manager that he's tired of him expecting him to do his manager's work, especially mm. with zero direction and at the 11th hour. Mm. His initial thought is to tell his boss to die in a fire, mm. but he feels like that may not be civil enough. That might be taken... Uh- it's a little strong to lead off with. Yes, I'd say maybe you know if you if you need to end with that, it's a good ending. Keep so, it, yeah, keep it in your pocket for emergencies. Yeah, for emergencies, if if you feel like it's something that needs to happen, I understand. I would not advise it. Mm-hmm. However, I am a strong proponent for speaking your mind mm-hmm. in a civilized manner at work. Yes. Because as long as you stay focused and you're logical about what you're saying and you're only using facts, right? You know, your feelings can come into play as long as they are about you directly. Mm-hmm. Nothing about like, oh, well, this person isn't doing this or you are doing these things and it's making me do this. Just the facts of the situation, which would be, with my current workload and the things that you are asking me to do, mm-hmm. which I don't have a lot of direction on, uh, it's very difficult for me to complete my job or I find myself working these many hours and that was not my expectation and it is affecting me um, in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's something that we can do about this? You will be surprised at how... There, there's nothing that they can say about that that is like, how dare you? Right. You know, they right. cannot respond to that in a negative way because right. they're being straightforward. Especially if you go into their go into their office and you you don't want to approach them like you are doing this, you are doing that, you are doing this, you need to stop doing this, you need to stop doing that, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Don't make it about the other person. Mm-hmm. At least overtly. Just go in there and say, you know, I'm having some trouble doing this work because I got it at the last minute. Um, Because there is no instructions. Because I was not in any of the meetings. uh, I can't continue to put out my best work if I'm giving, if I'm given substandard resources. Exactly. I mean, when I have a situation like that, I take some time and I think about it. And I, I, I mean, for me personally, 
I have the tendency to get a little bit emotional when I'm upset about mm-hmm. something. So I have to take some time and I have to like get away from it and mm-hmm. I have to think what is going on here? Where am I, you know, where are some areas where I'm screwing this up? You mm-hmm. know, where, what are some things that I can do better so I'm not so stressed out? But then when it comes down to it, what has to change for it to be okay? Right. And, um, and when you figure that stuff out and you have some legitimate concerns, it's definitely best just to present those in a really calm mm-hmm. and um, professional manner. And there's nothing that they can say that, it, that against it if you, you know, if the facts back you up, unless they're a nut job. In that case, you should get a new job. Right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's important to not be aggressive Exactly. Um, you you need to put your, yourself mentally in the role of uh, someone who, who is looking for guidance on problems that this person gave you. Exactly. Like, and the other part of it too is whether or not you're happy with your job. Mm-hmm. When you're having that conversation, you are. Um, you know, when you're having that conversation, this is my job. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do it. I can't do it as well as I would like and mm-hmm. as well as I'm sure you would like for X, Y, and Z reasons. Right. You know? It's important It's important to realize that your boss is a human being. And I tend to, I've, I've, I've started trying to uh, not attribute to malice what can be attributed to stupidity. Sometimes they just don't even have any idea. Yeah, they, they don't know. Pushed. Right. Yeah. Because if you don't say anything about it, they're going to assume that everything's cool. Yeah, and the, the the kind of person, not everybody is the kind of person that will say something about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the kind of people that they'll work and they'll keep getting shit on and shit on and shit on. And then they'll either quit out of the blue or they'll be fired because their work suffers. So not everybody is going to say something about it. Exactly. You know, once you start being the guy that says something about it, uh, it it really opens up a whole new world. It you, does. You, you look at things differently, and then you're on a flying carpet with Aladdin. Yeah. The pretty much. World. Yeah. I see what you did there. See what I did there? It's Disney. <laughs> oh, and uh, you know it never hurts to to walk in with a compliment sandwich. Yes. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You uh, you offer praise, mm-hmm. you offer criticism, and then you offer another praise, right? And that tends to loosen people up. Loosen people up. It takes them off the defensive, mm-hmm. which is huge. If your boss thinks he's got to defend himself, you're not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a stalemate. Yeah. So really, I you know, if I have a, a situation like that, I always start the conversation with, I know how hard you're working right now. I know yes. how much we have to accomplish. And I really appreciate all that you're doing for us. Um, and I want to make sure that I'm doing the best that mm-hmm. I can as well. And then you, you say one quick thing, though. Yes. The work uh, that you've given me uh, is not leaving me a lot of time to work on it. I'm not getting any direction from it, which would be helpful. I'm trying to provide the best product I can provide. Also, that sweater is really cute on you. Right. (laughs) You smell fantastic. (laughs) Your hair looks amazing today. Um, Yeah, maybe the sweater thing only works in HR. (laughs) Your wife is passable. Oh my god. That is fantastic. <laughs> Alright. Uh you ready for another one? Yes, let's do another one. Alright, this one's from Wordishness. Oh hi. Hey Steve. Hey Steve. Uh what's my favorite meal to cook? Mm. Um My favorite meal to cook is probably pizza. Pizza. Homemade pizza? Mm-hmm. Yummy. And then uh I assume this one's just for me. Uh I can pick one ass to bury my face in, which ass and why. <laughs> I'll let you take this one. Oh, I do not know, Steve. I don't know. I don't want to limit myself. 
if yeah, that's it, like asking you to to choose like a favorite child or something. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna happen. If uh, if I had to choose, if like if my life would end if I did not choose, uh, I would choose Monica Bellucci's ass. Who's she? She is an Italian actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in The Matrix. She's been in some stuff um, over here too, but. Um, that is an ass that's been on my radar for a very long time. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, what about you? What's your favorite meal to cook? Um, you know, I've been uh, cooking for myself ever since I moved in here. Um, it used to be all You've like, been cooking some good stuff. stuff, too. Yeah, and you know, I'm just kind of making stuff up now mm-hmm. um, that sounds good to me. So... Um, one of the things I'm going to try soon, I had this salad at a place that closed down that I love. Oh, I hate and it happens. was, yeah, it was grilled shallots and asparagus. It was what? Grilled shallots. Oh, grilled shallots. Okay. And asparagus mm-hmm. and chicken. And then it was like a lemon dressing. Is it, it like a lettuce salad or is it just? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that, that was what they put on top basically. And oh my God, it was so good. So I think I'm going to try that because I got some like frozen grilled asparagus and I'm going to try that. But you know, um, who's, you know who's got really good grilled vegetables? Who? Trader Joe's. That's where I got it from. Perfect. Exactly. So, um, but what I did this weekend was I, I roasted a whole chicken. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I roasted a whole chicken. And nice. then, um, so I had that, like, f- like part of that for a meal on the weekend and then with all the leftovers, which it makes a ton of leftovers. Mm. Um, yesterday I tried something to see if it would be good and it was. So I made a bigger batch of it today and I've got leftovers of that. And that was, uh, I took, um, chili spiced mangoes from Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. chopped them up, uh, chopped up an onion and, uh, cooked that, on um in a skillet and i added the chicken to it to like heat it up Mm -hmm. and so like all the chili stuff from the mangoes got all over everything Mm. and then i had put that in a tortilla and had a taco oh snap it was really good sounds amazing yeah but my favorite thing is the white chicken chili yeah you know that's the best thing that's ever happened if you uh if you still have like the chicken bones and trimmings and stuff Mm -hmm. you should make uh some chicken stock and like freeze it you know i'm I'm gonna try that someday i'm taking it slow Mm -hmm. as i learn to cook different things oh socks the socks uh stocks are so easy really yeah especially like if you if you start making soups you're gonna be like oh my god this is delicious and easy so like for a chicken stock you you throw you throw your chicken basically the parts of the chicken you can't or won't eat mm-hmm. you know bones and all that other stuff you just throw them in water you put um onion carrot and <laughs> celery some yeah. people right some people use uh green pepper no. uh, instead of celery but uh yeah just throw those in there and uh, you know f- simmer it for a couple of hours Really? That's it? Yeah, and it and, and it just makes a ton. You can you can put a ton of water in there. You'll have a, a shitload of this chicken stock that is gonna be your main ingredient in a lot of soups and gravies and stuff like that. Yeah, because then I yeah, oh my gosh. I'm gonna try that. That's and uh what I like to do is I like to use like a chicken or a beef stock uh in place of water in a lot of recipes. I do that too, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, why add something that has no flavor when you could add something that has flavor? Yeah, precisely. What, don't you like yourself? You don't want things to taste like things? Is that right? it? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, but the, the other thing, though, too, is uh, I have been baking my own bread since I moved in here. And oh, I know. Amazing. You make that focaccia bread, right? Uh, What is it called? Um, Something like that. Yeah. No, ciabatta. That's ciabatta. What that's what I get those two mixed up. But Me too. Both yeah. of those are delicious breads. It's so good. So, thanks, Steve. Good oh, question. I don't really have an ass that I want to bury my face in. That's fine. That's, I'm not really an women, ass. Are, yeah, women are a little bit different than men. Yeah, I I could. I could. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I 
said I could answer a different question. All right. What do you want to answer? No, that's fine. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, Yes. Uh, Elizabeth Plaid. Oh, this might take us further downhill. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Favorite foods that are usually only found during the holidays. Hers are apple pie for breakfast and homemade Chex Mix. Chex Mix. Ugh. I used to love it, but then, like, you ever have it where you overindulge in something that you love? All the time. Then you hate it? Yes. Oh, I did that with Chex Mix one time. I had so much of it. And I it did was that just... with vodka. <laughs> oh, I did that with whiskey. <laughs> On red wine and other things. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um... Uh, yeah, I always, uh, I love peppermint things. I love anything that's minty mm. with chocolate and stuff like that. So like the peppermint mocha, um, my mom would always make mint fudge this time of year and mint fudge is like one of my very favorite things. Nice. Um, so that's the kind of seasonal stuff that I like. Um, and you I, know, hate, I really I can- like eggnog. I like eggnog too, but I can't like have it. I know. Or silk makes it soy, yeah. the soy milk stuff, and it actually kind of passes. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's not bad. Yeah, I like um, eggnog and green bean casserole. Oh God! Which I mean, there's no reason I can't have green bean casserole every week because it's not a seasonal. It doesn't have seasonal ingredients, right? But in the Midwest, you only have it on holidays yeah thanksgiving or christmas maybe but usually on thanksgiving yeah and oh the other thing about that we had that last week we had the uh, green bean casserole Mm. and me and Lindsay both love it and Mm. the tjs had never really had it oh my god really yeah and so or else they thought they didn't like it but i don't think they'd had it with like as much um of those onions as we because oh. that's the best part right the oh the, the the green beans are just to hold up the onions off the top of the <laughs> off the bottom of the, the casserole <laughs> dish that's the only reason they're there <laughs> and you know what was funny about it is we opened up the onions and you know she was mixing the stuff up and i i had the the can of onions there and i just was eating a few off the top and then i'm like why do we even put this on there <laughs> <laughs> this is so good right, right? Can, bridget can i be honest with you for a minute mm-hmm. uh last week in honor of thanksgiving holiday mm-hmm. um i gave myself a treat and i bought myself a container of french fried onions <sighs> and i just ate them out of the container Oh my god! I want to do that. The whole thing. What's What's so good though is you microwave them for like fifteen seconds. Shut up. They get crispy. No. Oh Jesus! They're so god, good. You just ruined my life. <laughs> 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 so much lost time. <laughs> right. <laughs> just oh my god! They just a a quick pop in the microwave. It's like magic. It's like hitting them with a magic wand of deliciousness. <laughs> That sounds amazing. I want this. I like to, I love putting those on like salads and stuff. I never even really thought of that. I always thought of them as the green bean casserole thing. I, Mm -hmm. my, my eyes have been opened. I fucking love those things. I'll put them on anything. I will. I'm going to do that now too. Sweet. Awesome. So thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, next one is from Jagged Fragments. Hi, Jagged Fragments. Where do the people who want to secede from the Union plan to move? Well, I think uh, I think they plan to move to uh, like Canada or the UK, uh, but the problem is Canada and the UK have all of the things that they're trying to secede from the Union to avoid. Like universal health care. Right. Universal he- health care. Um, edge. Yeah. Socialized medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, all that shit. Yeah. Plus, like, they're... Canada, not so much, but the UK is t- technically a monarchy. Right? That's true. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, that's that's even weirder than... And Canada is supposed to be under... Like, yeah, they're supposed like, to be, but, I mean... Yeah. Nobody really is when you think about it. Yeah, I mean that's that's all fallen by the wayside. But yeah, um, I think in order to get away from like the socialism and 
all that stuff, you're going to have to go to somewhere in Africa. And there, there's actually, I saw a map a couple of weeks ago um, for the election that showed all of the countries that don't have socialized medicine. Mm-hmm. And there's like a handful of them. Right. So I, I, I think the the closest thing you're going to get to the United States culture-wise is going to be Australia. Well, and really, I think the reason that people get so worried about that is because of the fear tactics that are used by certain politicians. Mm-hmm. And they're doing that because they're getting paid by insurance companies yes. or, you know, medical care providers and yep. stuff like Pharmaceutical that. industry. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. It's That's all exactly about exactly what it is. All about money. Yeah. I've said it before on the podcast, and I'll say it again. We need some serious corporate reform in this country. Mm-hmm. We need to pull the fucking corporations out of Congress. We need to cut them off from access to senators because the corporations run the country. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right. Next question. Next question. Uh, Shabazz Mataz. Do you know who that is? That sounds very familiar. That's one of Penny's friends. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just started following her because she's pretty cool like Penny. Cool. Uh, She wants to know where she can bury a body in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And where's the nearest Hallmark card store? So I'm going to bring up Google Maps. Maps.google.com. Is she going to send a sympathy card? (laughs) (laughs) Dallas, Texas, Hallmark. Two L's. Hallmark. Um... Uh, there, there's a lot of them. I don't know which part of Dallas you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, Plymouth Marshall Park could probably help. Yeah, Marshall. I mean, we can call in some some assistance. Yeah, uh, John Carpenter Freeway. Is that the the movie maker, John Carpenter? I don't know. Um, you know, that, there's a Hallmark store, Victoria's Hallmark, in downtown Dallas. Hmm. Um, there's one in Irving. There's two in Irving. Uh, they're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, there's one out by Brookhaven Country Club. Uh, so there's plenty, plenty, plenty of Hallmark stores uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Now, as far as dumping a body, what I would do is, if you have access to something like a Sawzall, just chop that thing up into several small pieces, uh, dump them in a couple of different trash bags, seal them up, weight them down, and then throw them into, oh, say... Lake Ray Hubbard uh, oh. or Mountain Creek. You want to find a nice big lake uh, or river mm-hmm. and uh, just dump your body parts in there. Rivers are preferable because the, they'll move. Yeah, they'll they'll move it out another place. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's what I go for. Mm-hmm. I need this. Yeah, so. Sound advice. Sound advice. I also like. I I tend to ask Siri. Um, oh yeah, that's a good. Uh, yeah, that's a good method. Yeah, where sh- where can I hide a body? And and can she- you um can you do that on your phone right now? Sure, I could. Yeah, put the, yeah. Put the mic up next to it. Let me see. Well, um, I've got my headset on, so you'll have to tell me if you can hear it or not. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. Siri, where can I hide a body? What kind of place are you looking for? Metal Me- foundries, mines, cremation services, <laughs> dumps, mortuaries, funeral services, or swamps. That's fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, oh my god, that's great. Oh, we need to... Oh, that's awesome. Oh, we need to record that. I want to put that up on YouTube. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she recorded me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> she is forwarding this session to the FBI right now. Oh First, she God. asked me where to hide a body, and then it was followed by maniacal laughter. <laughs> she recorded my laugh. <laughs> the word or over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or. <laughs> That doesn't sound like you. 
There you go. It should just be silence. <laughs> that was the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> oh, shit. That was funny. I'm glad we were recording and we did that. Oh, God. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? Like mines and metal foundry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's so perfect. Oh God. Oh no. Hang on. Kiki got a little upset. Oh no. What happened? Yeah, she she was uh, sitting with me, and she got up and, like, freaked out. Oh, because you were laughing? <laughs> yes. So she knocked the um, earbuds out of my ears <laughs> when she ran through. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Such an asshole. Yeah. Well, um, um, Katie in Ohio's cat bites her when she laughs. I know, who used to um, bite Jim when I? Oh, laughed. that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, she would. She would bite Jim when I cried, and she would also bite Jim when I laughed. And I think it's because she couldn't tell the difference. Yeah. Between me laughing or crying. Yeah. <laughs> that's understandable, especially for a lower life form like that. Right, and you know, I think I can't tell if like she thought it was his fault that it was happening, or <laughs> if he was alerting him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a problem over here. Fix it. <laughs> so, yeah. Aww. Okay. Uh, Rachel Rartastic uh, needs advice on keeping her sanity. How do I do that exactly, she asks. Well, I think it's ironic that a psychology professor uh-huh. asks us such a question. Yeah. Uh, my first response. So sane, first of all. <laughs> right. My first response is therapy. Yes. If I could if I could impart one piece of wisdom to our listeners, it's go to a therapist. Mhm. There's uh I don't know why I didn't go sooner. Mhm. I agree. Me too. I That's was, how you do that. I was in serious trouble for like 2 years before I went. Yeah. Yeah, so was I and for longer. Mhm. And I just was like, I can't do this, I can't do this. And then it was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Right? Don't wait until it gets worse. No, because once it gets worse, then things get super complicated. Yeah. All right, uh, I got some more questions. Yeah. Smart as hat. Oh, smart ash hat. Smart as shat. Smart as shat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> what is your contingency plan for when you run out of ammo in the zombie apocalypse? Mm. Well, let's see. Loss of ranged weapons. Uh, what I would probably do is I would arm myself with a couple of uh, machetes or uh, hand axes. Mm. Am I answering to? If you want to. I think in this case, I would probably cry. Mm. Solid, mm-hmm. solid uh, strategy. Yeah. I would I would cry to the point where snot was running down my face. <laughs> and I, I'd be so loud that I'd be actually attracting the zombies to wherever I was. <laughs> and I think that... Me most- and my delicious brain are so <laughs> sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain is so huge. <laughs> Juicy. And swollen with despair right now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading somewhere that sadness makes your brain taste better. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I would handle it. They would probably be so disgusted they would just walk away. <laughs> Gosh, she's all wet. 
It's all soggy. (laughs) They'd be like, you know, having entrails hanging out and stuff, and they'd be like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that just really put me off. I'm sorry. Get a hold of yourself, lady. (laughs) (laughs) I I would also probably have a six-foot staff of some sort with me just to poke at the zombies that are out of arm's reach. Just for fun? Yeah. I like that idea! Yeah. Poke. Poke, poke. Poke. <laughs> and they'd be like, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Why are you poking yourselves? Why are you poking yourselves? Yeah, I am not. We're not, you are. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching uh, Walking Dead at all? No, I uh, I've seen one episode of it. Um, don't really have any interest in seeing any more. Yeah, I I I enjoyed it. I watched the first two seasons, um, and I haven't watched season three at all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Leah's Leah's girls are hooked on it. I saw yeah. an episode over there. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I like it simply because it's, it's, I mean, it's about zombies, of course, but it's kind of about like, what do these people do mm-hmm. as well? The, but, uh, the main trend that I noticed Carl was that, no, don't even get me started on Carl. <laughs> the main trend that I noticed is that it is extremely graphic and gory. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if they said, we can't do this to people. Oh, let's make them the undead. Now we can do this stuff to them. Because the one that I saw, uh, like th- they had, they they were, they had some kind of weird gun that I assume they made, uh-huh. and it, they like put it right up, you know, point blank in front of the zombie's head, and it just explodes. Oh, so they're like they're doing almost fetish type violence to these things yeah and it depends on which side um they're on and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. um there are some really awful people Mm. on the show and there are some really good people on the show so and i think that's kind of what they're looking at is like think of the zombies almost like animals you know can't take care of themselves Mm -hmm. and like there's people who, you know, put them out of their misery mm-hmm. type of thing. And uh, there's other people who think of it as like a sport. Right. So. Okay. And that's kind of where some of that stuff comes in. That's a good it's analogy. A little, yeah, it's a little disturbing, you know. It is. Sometimes. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. They're just as violent when the people are getting killed. You probably haven't seen much no, of them. No, I, I haven't seen any actual people Holy. <laughs> 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 just super, super graphic and gross and mm-hmm. just awful. It, it just, it seems very gratuitous. I think, yeah. I it's think like, it's hey, like, look at me. Look what I just did to this zombie. Don't you yeah. wish you could do that? Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it's probably a character uh, thing that was going on there because mm-hmm. uh, they have some really icky people. But, you know, it's interesting. Um, but, yeah, zombies would eat my flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes me sad. Thanks, chat. Thanks for making me feel good about myself. I'm going to get you, uh, like, a baseball bat for your apartment. You should do that. And actually, weren't you talking, like, you want to you wanna arm me. I do. This, I do. I tried a, to buy you, I tried I to buy you knives. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you tried to buy me, like, the, the little, like, like, what is it? Like a Lee press-on knife for girls or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> First, you tried to buy me the kitty keychain thing, I think. Mm-hmm. And then there was also the uh, the little knife that No Pants On has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I think it's important for everyone to have a weapon of some sort. Mm. Chances are you may never have to use it. Mm-hmm. But in that minute possibility that you would have to use it, you're going to wish for it. Mm. You know? Hmm. I don't know. I think if I don't know. I don't know if I'd use it. I see I see it like a seatbelt. Mm. You know, you don't go strap into your car because you're going to go out and hit somebody. Mhm. You know, you strap in in case shit hits the fan 
circumstances circumstances outside of your control happen, yeah, you know you're gonna want to be belted in, yeah, hmm. and it's too late to do it after you've hit the car. That's true, but I digress. Okay. Um, <laughs> Incognito Vegcat wants to know how she can go about acquiring an authentic, authentic Bob Ross painting for her home. Hmm. Not, I don't fucking know, but I would start with Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of these questions can be answered with Google, I think. Well, I, I appreciate... I do appreciate the questions, yeah. but however, yeah. Let me see, uh, for sale, I'm going to do Bob Ross painting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah. if he's like sold his paintings. I don't know how that works. Fine Art America. Wait. Hmm? They're by other people. Why are they saying they're Bob Ross paintings? Hmm. They must be. They must have followed like the Bob Ross like instruction on the show or something. Well, I don't like that. They actually look very familiar to me. These paintings. I think I saw him paint some of these. (laughs) That is so weird to me right now. It's Mm -hmm. freaking me out. (laughs) Oh, let's see here. Um. Bob Ross said he made over 30,000 paintings in his lifetime. He died in 95, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he didn't sell them, where did his army of happy clouds go? Yeah. Uh, Bob himself says, one of the questions that I hear over and over and over is, what do we do with all these paintings we do on television? Most of these paintings are donated to PBS stations across the country. They auction them off, and they make a happy buck with them. So if you'd like to have one, get in touch with your PBS station, because we give them to stations all over the country to help out with their fundraisers. Okay. So, yeah, check your local uh, PBS station. Yeah. Tell them, here's what you do. Tell them that you'll buy one from them, because those dudes love money. That's true, yeah. They really, really do. I see there's an art broker that has some for sale. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about buying art, like real art. Me either. I don't know that stuff. Uh, Dave's not here. Uh, says he needs help with procrastination. He's too good at it. Uh, I say start working on it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I agree. Actually, why tomorrow? Maybe next week. Yeah, he's probably busy tomorrow. He's probably busy tomorrow, and you know, let's see, that's Wednesday. It could, it's not important. I mean, it could, it could wait. It can wait. I mean, if you think about it, this week is the last week of November, right? Mm. So he could start working on it first of December. Fresh. Oh, start. you know what? It's a great New Year's resolution. Just wait till January. <gasps> yeah, that really is. Because if you think about it, first of December is going to be a Saturday, and then after that, Christmas. I right. mean, you, it's a busy month as it is. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to take on any new mm-hmm. self-help projects. What I would do is I would wait, uh, make it a New Year's resolution, and then in January, ignore it. Mm-hmm. And if it comes up again, then it's important, and then you should start work on it. Um, the easiest way to do that is to just buckle down and do something. Mm-hmm. A thing with yes. stuff. Yes. And people will be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Red Menace, Leah, my girlfriend, uh, Hi, wants Leah. to know when I am getting another tattoo. When are you getting another tattoo? I don't know. Mm. I don't, uh, I'm not planning on any right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, th- that's to say I don't have any planned right now. Right. But um, I am... Uh, I am 90% certain that I am not done getting tattoos. Okay. Well, I only have two things I can imagine getting tattooed with. Mm -hmm. There's uh, Max um, from Sam and Max, the Mm -hmm. homicidal bunny. I would really like you to get that tattoo. I've been wanting that since I first read Sam and Max. Mm-hmm. I and that means that means that you will not regret that tattoo. Right. I've been wanting it for a long, long time, and I cannot imagine not enjoying having it, you know? Right. Um, and then uh, the one, the other one that I thought that would be a really nice, really simple one, and that I would never, ever regret, is the number 42. 
Yeah, I like that. It's a good idea. I, yeah, I'm just not sure what style I would want the numbers to be. So, um, but that's that's something I've thought about a few times. Mm-hmm. It's 42. I think that's two very good ideas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those would be mine, but I don't know if I'll ever get them. So, you don't have to. Exactly. I don't need to. I could just do whatever I want. Right. It's my body. I do what I want. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I do what I want. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so any others? That's it. That's all for the questions. Do you know that that was a hour and five minutes? I do. I'm looking at the clock right now. Pretty fucking awesome, I or think. the timer, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I think our... Our listeners really helped us mm-hmm. uh, get to where we wanted to be tonight. They got us to our goal. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I really liked uh, tonight's episode. It felt like we got a lot of quality stuff out of our mouths. Mm-hmm. We got things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we addressed issues that offered needed sound advice. Offered sound advice. Um, we were attacked by a cat. That we was were hilarious. Me. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, dude, you went quiet like twice during this episode. <laughs> Your face went quiet. <laughs> it did when I had to go pee. <laughs> Siri, <laughs> Siri, oh, Siri. lap was was a, a seal. Yeah, you missed it because we were both laughing so hard. But after you know the initial thing, she said. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by or, 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 or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Would, would you like me to search the web for it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, I've got tears in my eyes right now. Me too. We should probably wrap this bitch up. Yep. We went okay. over by uh, seven minutes, so listeners are going to be pissed. Oh, I could be so pissed. Pissed. And now, let's end this meeting on a high note. Yeah!